So that Alvin guy is really fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, hey, man. Hey. I didn't think we'd uh, be able to do it. I know. But we did it. We did it. Well, I did it. You did nothing. What'd you do? I mean, I I didn't do anything either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did um, we do? What did we do or not do? Uh, I didn't think... Uh, I thought we were going to have to do this on, on Zoom. I know. And um, I didn't do anything. I just... Got lucky, I guess. If you think about it, <laughs> yeah, it's true. <clears throat> Dodge the bullet. Yeah, I mean, I had. Uh, uh, what's today? This, today's the first. It sure is. <laughs> it's New Year's Day. Happy New Year! Happy New Happy Year! Happy New Year! Yes, Happy New Happy Year, everyone. New Year. I keep thinking, like, for some reason, I keep thinking it's the second. I don't no. know why. I think don't get ahead of yourself. Progress past yeah. um, the actual holiday. Yeah, it's weird because New Year's Eve, you would think. I gotta just i feel uncomfortable <laughs> okay you would think that new year's eve is the holiday but it's actually new year's day that's the actual like federal holiday yes. all that jazz yeah i always think of new year's eve being the day and then new year's day kind of just being another day and the opposite for christmas yeah i feel yeah, yeah. yes 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 mm-hmm. which is really strange hmm. i think because you know you the day you're doing all the prepping and the celebrating, honestly, on right. the day. Yeah. And then, the, the you know, today would be today's hangover day. Today's yeah. deal with the consequences of your actions day. Yeah. 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 So <clears throat> tighten up. Tighten the belt. Yeah. Uh, get your fitness plan set up. Yeah. Yeah. I tried. Eat some burgers. Uh, <laughs> eat some burgers. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of absorb all of the champagne and yeah. whiskey and vodka or can, whatever can, is your can we just Can we just say... Champagne is never a good idea, like ever. Yeah. It always gives you a headache. Mm-hmm. It always does. Yep. Maybe we're just too poor to buy like the $2,000 bottle, but I it's, can't, it's I not can't worth Im- it. I can't imagine that $2,000 bottle not having the same effect. I don't know. Maybe that's why it's $2,000. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I'd rather have uh, a couple, you know. They're literally whiskey gingers and be good. They're poisoning the peasants. They're like, you can't have the good stuff. So here, drink poison. Yeah. This is a light dose of poison. Mm-hmm. You're going to wake up and feel like shit. You know why? Because you shouldn't have drank this. It's not actually champagne unless it's from France. <clears throat> oh, God. If anybody actually says that, <laughs> like in, an a, in a conversation, just uh-huh. like, get the fuck out. Well, this actually isn't champagne. You don't it's get sparkling wine. Get out of my house. Okay. Get out. I don't want you I'm here. I'm gonna go. I don't want that kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Not in 2021. Yeah, we're bringing positive energy into 2021. Yeah. yeah okay. My we'll my try. dad my dad got me cologne. It's not the only thing he got me, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that was part. That was some of it. He's like, you stink. <laughs> How are you gonna catch any bitches? Uh huh. Catch no bitches. <laughs> you gotta get that cologne. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta get some smell good. So, <clears throat> my mom, she saw it and she goes, uh, "Oh, where, where'd you get this? Is this a?" And it's it's Dolce and Gabbana, mm-hmm. and she pronounced it Dolce and Gabbana. I'm not making fun of her. I love my mother. Okay, but I corrected her. I said it's Dolce and Gabbana, mm-hmm. and she goes, "If you correct me one more fucking time, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you want me to do?" She's like, "I am 60 years old. I have lived my life, and I- I've gone this long. You think I'm going to change now?" Uh-huh. I'm like, "What is all this?" <laughs> I will crack <laughs> this bottle from? on your head right now. I was like, what are you talking? I'm like, okay, so you want to spend the rest of your life pronouncing it incorrectly? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yes. Yeah. She's all the way in her room. <laughs> yes. Damn yes. straight. So, yeah, people don't want to be corrected. Yeah, no. They never do. They never do. 
No one ever really wants to know unless it's something that's going to embarrass them. And if they're beyond the point of being embarrassed by that thing, they don't care. Yeah. Don't that's, bother. That's definitely true. Don't bother. There's no point in the conversation. In, in her life from going forward, if she saw, called something Dulce and Gabbana and somebody out was like, it's Dolce, she'd be like, I'll cut you. <laughs> I don't care. Uh-huh. I'm not wearing Dolce, Dulce and Gabbana. Right. So I don't give a fuck. Right. Let's start the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, on this beautiful New Year's Day, you went and grabbed something from Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know anything about it? Do you want to kind of explain it? Do we want to? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, but I bought it specifically because I don't know anything about it. Um, other than Trader Joe's has surprisingly good prices on their beer. All right. So all of this brand, uh, I know it looks like Boatswain, but it's actually pronounced Bosun. See, there you go again. Yeah. Really? Sorry. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was Boatswain. It's not Boatswain. Uh, we have a cold read on the package itself. It says Bosun, Bosun. pronunciation. Oh, uh, beers are unique brews made in small batches. Our ale has aromas and flavors of sweet roasted malt, balanced with moderate bitterness, coming from the high level of hops. Uh, this is brewed and canned by Rhinelander Brewing Co. LLC, Monroe, Wisconsin. Uh, IBU eighty, original. Gravity, which we never rate, is seven point seventeen point three five. Appearance is dark brown. Gravity? It's a seven percent ABV. All right. Well, I can't wait to get into that. This is episode two ninety four. My name is Marco Dupa. That is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Happy New Year, Brewskies. And this is the One Beer In podcast. Yeah. That's right, kiddos. This is the One Beer and Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and we see where that one brew takes us. Uh, yeah, that's our um, New Year's Day, our New Year's Day special, I guess. Yeah. Um, New Year, it's 2021. I hope everybody had a nice celebration. I hope if you could, which there's no reason why you couldn't, you socially distanced, you stayed home. You played it safe. Um, I saw some pictures of people who did not. I saw some <laughs> pictures of businesses that did not. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I understand that you guys got to make money and you got to <clears throat> keep your doors open, I guess. But I just feel like, you know, I'm not going to wag my finger at people for too long. I'm going to wag it. Uh, I just feel like. There's ways that it could have been done. I mean, restaurants are open and they're doing the best that they can, socially distancing, keeping tables apart, keeping masks on, you know, just doing what they can. And I just saw some of these places where they just were like, fuck it. Congregate. Yeah. You have a drink shoulder in your hand. Shoulder to shoulder, bro. You can uh, not have a mask. Like, it's such what a, kind of stupid fucking rule is that? such a cop out. Yeah. It, it's like the... Uh, 
I think that's what they do at Disney or Universal. <clears throat> drink in your hand. If don't you have worry a drink in a your mask. hand or food in your hand, you don't need to wear a mask. Some places make you sit down, which makes more sense. Yeah. If you do that. Um, but it's just such a stupid rule. It, it like it's it's clearly skirting safety. You might as well not do it at that right. point. Right. Exactly. You cuz what difference does it make? If you're walking around a park, you're you're bumping into uh, you know other people and you've got a fucking turkey leg in your hand and you're <laughs> like, "Well, I don't have to wear how am I going to wear a mask? I got to shovel this down it's my throat." Just collecting spores <laughs> in the air. <laughs> just move like a, like just moving it like a butterfly yeah. net, just catching everything it's a it wand. can. <laughs> just picking up COVID. Yeah. So just such a cop out. But, uh, you know, far be it for us to judge, especially me. I had, you know, I didn't have a socially distanced um, Christmas party. So mm-hmm. who the fuck am I? Right. But you did get tested, which is responsible. I did. I, yeah. I still feel I still I feel um, like a spasms of shame <laughs> you know every <laughs> yeah. every now and then i'm just like i sh- i could do better and i should yeah, yeah. so i don't know That's it's hard. just hard dude it's just it's hard i get i'm I'm completely understandable of people who it's just it's, it's fucking it's fucking bullshit is hard man it's yeah. so fucking hard well the the thing that i've seen i forget what the company was which means it probably wasn't a very good ad but <laughs> yeah. um the ad was essentially saying like we're almost there you know like yeah. the uh the vaccines are out there they're getting distributed hashtag finish strong you know that's not bad it's not I, I like the sentiment i don't remember the company yeah that's the bad part i like the sentiment because i felt a lot of that recently which is like i feel like a lot of people are like okay we're we're there now like let's just fucking go yeah let's do it but it's it's so tempting to be reckless now mm-hmm and to like it's it's like the soldier who made it like to the very last day of the war just to get shot right or just get like in a car accident or something right right before he gets sent home right it's like don't like that's the worst yeah that's the take me out at the beginning if you need to yeah not now not not like this right not like not, this not like this uh so yeah i think it's just important to reiterate to people like it's not over yet mm-hmm. it's almost but you still have to be careful. Yeah. And even once you get vaccinated, there's tons of people out there who aren't. Mm-hmm. And it's going to need to be the same protocol because this thing is, you know, it's going to change and and uh, we're going to need updated vaccines over time. And it's mm-hmm. not. I mean, it's already mutated. Yeah. It's not It's not 100% effective anyway. So yeah. you never know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just we're, we're not home free yet as yeah, much as we want to be. Be smart. You know, if you if you feel like you've been doing what you've been doing or, or doing well with what you've been doing, just you know, like that ad that we can't remember the company <laughs> for, finish strong. Like, yeah. And even with uh, like, <clears throat> that's kind of misleading too, because even even at the uh, once we get you know on the other side of this, there's still a lot of things that people should continue to do. Sure. Which we've talked about in the past, just like the fact of the matter is, human beings are filthy. Yeah. Businesses yeah, yeah. are filthy. Yeah. And and you know. We can do a lot more as far as hygiene is concerned, personal yeah. hygiene and, you know, collective hygiene. Yeah, yeah. Re- responsibility for your own cleanliness, I think, is something that a lot of people are going to walk away with. A lot of people aren't because they're filthy animals who are still going out to dive bars and, you know, picking their noses and eating it. <laughs> picking their noses and eating it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I think the, the, the collective 
as it would be of humanity is uh it's gonna leave this different with better habits better yeah. cleanliness habits <clears throat> so. okay let's not harp on it too much okay because we have a lot to talk about my friend mm-hmm. a lot to mm-hmm. talk about first things first we had a very uh merry christmas i think we did yeah let's talk about it okay let's talk about that let's talk about that so um you 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 spent it with your family right yeah mom yeah, yeah. dad mm-hmm. grandparents yada yada yes very cool yeah uh, do you want to i mean let's just get down to the nitty-gritty like what did you get <laughs> <laughs> uh well this year uh me being an adult i got a lot of adult things Ugh. so porno yeah uh, dildos <laughs> yeah. um butt plugs butt plugs yeah grandma got me lube nice um no i got a lot of stuff that i can use practically which i actually at this age butt plugs lube. yeah exactly uh yeah um all the stuff that i got for the for the majority of it 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 was stuff that like i actually need which is nice yeah (laughs) it is nice when you get that yeah yeah so i um i got a new standing desk thingamabob i don't know what to call it oh man standing desk is so clutch it's an adjusting thing yeah. it's not a full standing desk because i actually asked my mom not to get me that because i already have like an office desk yeah that i like so it's just like the one that you can adjust yes so you, you put it on your desk you put right. your laptop or computer and then you on can it and then put it up put it down oh it's so good so that'll be good for my back very clutch i can stand um and then also for the times that i don't want to stand she got me a new computer chair. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so computer I'm not using <laughs> your old one. Yeah. That's like half crooked like that still. <laughs> uh, so g- slowly giving me scoliosis. <laughs> there you go. Um, so yeah, so I have both of those. Those are the two big ones. And you can toss um, that fucking thing. Yeah, back. yeah. Oh, well, shoot it. Back. Yeah, Later. throw it in a lake. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, besides that, my brother got me cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> which is a gift and a curse does he not listen to the podcast <laughs> he clearly doesn't <laughs> it was funny though i was talking to my cousin jason <clears throat> literally minutes before we opened gifts mm. and uh I was, uh, he he asked me if i had cyberpunk i'm like no i was actually just talking about it on the podcast because i try to you know sell the podcast to everyone of course um and i was i went on and on about how shitty cyberpunk is at launch did your brother hear this no no okay. fortunately not okay and uh i open it and go <laughs> 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 um but honestly i was excited because first of all content of course second of all content of course so i <sighs> i went i went into it uh 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 very very cautiously Uh but optimistically because i think that we have done a disservice to the game itself by talking about it so much without actually playing it ourselves okay so what i'm saying is i'm currently playing it i will have impressions and a full review by the time i finish the main campaign okay so i i for one am very excited about this okay good um did he get you the upgrade version or is it just PS4? Uh, well, the PS4 version's a lot like the Assassin's Creed 
uh, Valhalla that you can just get where the... you can you upgrade as soon as they come out with okay, it. Okay, perfect. Yeah, perfect. So then you'll have the sexy version when exactly. it comes out anyway. So yeah, and it runs better on PS5 anyway. Yeah, uh, than it would on my you know OG PS4. Uh-huh. Um, so that definitely helps performance wise. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so I'm in it. I'm playing it, and I got some thoughts, but I'm gonna save them. <laughs> I will save them. All right. I'm kind of excited. Yeah. Kind of excited about yep, it. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, what adult stuff? What other adult stuff did you get? Socks. Uh, yeah. My brother got me some socks as well. Yeah. I get socks. Yep. Uh, they're, they are kitschy socks that have little grips at the bottom. And the grips say, if you can read this, bring me another beer. <laughs> right. So there's that. All right. What do you beating the shit out of someone while also like you're <laughs> yes. like stomping their face yeah. and you're like also beer 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 <laughs> beer um yeah and besides that you know it's mostly just clothes and stuff new shirts uh, some nice uh workout pants because you know they know i'm fat yeah, <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah it's a slow little push of mm-hmm. please exercise more yeah it's one of those things yeah 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 which I, you know, fully, hey, we got you resistance bands. <laughs> so maybe like wear those while you're eating. Yeah, you or know. don't eat. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and just wear the resistance bands mm-hmm. all day. Get some weights. Uh, maybe you should resist eating. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should get a lap band surgery. <laughs> maybe that's what you need. That's the resistance band. You yeah. <laughs> eat that, you fat pig. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, cool, I mean, cool, other cool. than that, it's mostly just you know regular old uh useful stuff um yeah it was good nice 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 very nice very nice very nice oh and tenet oh yeah oh man tenet on 4k so fucking tenet on 4k 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 which we plan on watching tonight which we plan on watching tonight hey Oh, watch it, so maybe we can have a one reel in on Tenet yeah. next time, yeah? Yeah, well, if it's dog shit, definitely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, we've done it for good movies, too. Yeah. Uh, but I've just, I mean, it's a, it's such a polarizing movie. I see. It is, yeah. I've seen reviews where people are like, it's, you know, it's Nolan. It's another masterpiece. And then other people who are like, I don't, I still don't know what that movie's about. Yeah. Which is good because I don't know what that movie's about. Me either. I've been able to yeah. avoid all of the spoilers, even synopsis, mm-hmm. synopses, synopses, synopses mm-hmm. of the movie. So I don't know anything about it. Yeah. All I've seen is the footage. For some reason, I don't know why this is everywhere, but the footage of John David Washington and Robert Pattinson doing their um, fight choreography. Mm. For some reason, that clip just keeps popping up everywhere. I uh, the the only thing that I have seen post release of Tenet is people talking about how even if you don't like the movie itself, apparently the action scenes are really good, like some of the best of the year. Love so it. already, I already it. love that. I'm into it. And I saw one thing where like Robert Pattinson was like six months into filming, he, he had like, no I idea. Still don't know <laughs> what this movie's about. Yeah, which is, I mean, you know, you ever think about that? like movie making itself because you know they they film things the way that it makes sense for filming not for the movie itself right Right. so they have the call sheet or whatever and you show up and they're like this is the scene that we're doing today Mm. and then it it, it's up to and and this is once you learn these kinds of you know all this but once you learn these kinds of things 
you get a greater appreciation for what the director does mm-hmm. and uh, m- most especially what the actors uh, not what the actors do i mean of, of course but what the editor does sure. the editor um what what the second unit director does like all these <laughs> yeah. people that you don't think about like the actors are going to show up and they're going to but no but to your point mm-hmm. it is it has to be extremely difficult to just show up and somebody's like all right snap into this emotion because you're supposed to be sad right now that's the thing that always blows my mind is when you see the behind the scenes of of these actors that they're like yeah we shot the end first yeah so i had to like after reading the script i had to get my character to that point where they end up at the end of this entire long journey yeah uh and then i had to work backwards because the next scene we shot i was midway through that yeah And, and like thinking of the like the mental gymnastics in a good way uh, that leads to a performance that makes sense and feels real to the character at that point. Yeah. You Like think about how much training and like how much <coughs> talent it takes to get your character to a place that you, you know, you haven't gotten to in a theatrical sense. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. You know, just and, reading on a page. And, and, and even more so a, a performance that you're like, you're blown away by we were just talking about gladiator and like right. imagine Joaquin Phoenix like every day he has to show up and just just come with it every fucking yeah. day and like where do you even pull that energy and 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 how do you store that emotion right that you need to have loaded and ready to go at a moment's notice yeah well imagine something like uh, speaking of Joaquin uh, think of like Joker mm-hmm. imagine he had to play Joker as a fully formed joker character yeah before he had to play him as the pre-joker where right. he was just a guy yeah a, a sad clown you know like that kind of stuff is always like i i i don't know how they do it yeah it's incredible it, it makes sense when you see these stories about like a daniel day lewis or something and they stay in character the whole time and you're just like what a weirdo and it's like it makes sense that yeah. he would that they would have to do that it's still weird but, but it makes but, sense but then that they would like, have to do that but then it's like what stage of character is that? Do they just... I always wonder about that. Do they get into it wherever they start shooting and they just get to this, like, median of the character when they're out of the scene? Yeah. Or do, or do they... <laughs> or do they, like... I, you know, I've heard this bit before, but, like, just imagining Daniel Day-Lewis as Lincoln and he's sitting down waiting for his call and somebody walks in with, like, a cell phone and he's just like, whoa! <laughs> what is this? <laughs> this is wizardry! Uh, it obviously can't be that far. Yeah. But then it becomes even more ridiculous if you think about Daniel Day-Lewis in character as Lincoln, but Lincoln is aware that he's in a movie, right? <laughs> of his life. Of his yeah. own life. Yeah. He has to be aware of that fact, right? right and right. he has to not be blown away by every technological advancement Hello, that he's Hello, Mr. Spielberg. Right. So... What level of in character are right, they? Right, right. The accent, the mannerisms, well, apparently the thought process. In that movie, uh, he did the classic thing of only responding to Lincoln. <sighs> I love that. Uh, they, <laughs> he demanded. Just thinking about, I'm just thinking about like Daniel, he's Daniel, <laughs> Daniel, <laughs> Daniel, <laughs> and he's smoking like a corn cob, <laughs> and they're like. Mr. Lincoln, do you mm. want Subway or mm. not? Yes. <laughs> yes. 
What is the subway you speak of? God damn it. I can't do this. You mean the railroads? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So he he, he demanded that and also demanded that, uh, you know, they, they, they keep modern technology away from him. Okay. So that wouldn't happen on the set, like okay. a cell phone being on set. So he didn't have to worry about that. And okay, I think so that's, did, that's a consideration they made because they know who they're dealing with, you know? He, did they did have he just sit on set then all day? Did he just stay I on guess, the set? I guess. I, I don't know. So that it would look familiar to me. Yeah. Let me, like, <laughs> he, he goes to his trailer and it's just oil lanterns and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, you gotta, you gotta. At the end of the night, you gotta sit down and like have your McRib and just be like, uh, you know, it's fine. I'm just making a movie, right? Yeah. Like, event, you would need like to when just you're, wipe when that down. You're sitting by yourself and you're taking a shower in your trailer. Yeah. And you, you just have to be like, uh, you know, I'm good now. He takes all the makeup off and stuff, and he's, you know, he's just sitting there and he's reading a book, and it's probably about Abe Lincoln's life. Probably. Yeah. There has to be a moment where he's just like. <sighs> All right. Let's see how the Celtics are doing. <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe maybe this whole thing is always exaggerated, but I don't know. Have you seen that documentary that um I think it was on Netflix and it was Jim Carrey when he did Man on the Moon? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. He yeah. stayed in character as Andy Kaufman yep. and he was driving people fucking crazy. crazy. Yeah. And he drove himself almost crazy uh-huh. to do this all for him to get like a Golden Globe nomination. <laughs> It's fucking travesty, I mean, dude. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. It's not it, honestly. That's not a commentary on his performance. It was a good performance. Yeah. It's just. I mean. It didn't get the acclaim that it should have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or or that that you what expect. would warrant. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of behavior and and controversy. Well, it's like it's like Jared Leto famously uh, in that. Yeah, he got fat for that one movie. Serial killer uh, movie, right? Yeah. Uh, who did he play? One of the famous serial killers. Yeah. yeah he or, got. Or did he play the guy that killed? <gasps> oh yes, that's who it is. That's yeah. who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he got he got fat and and ugly and and you know, and they, they nothing bombed nothing <laughs> brick <laughs> acting brick. Those are those are some of my favorite stories. Like yeah, he lost all this weight yeah. for what? Like uh like Christian Bale. Everybody always talks about like his you know his weight yo yoing right. It was uh, lost, the mechanic right? Yeah, or the 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 machine. Machinist, machinist, machinist. The mechanic is a dope movie though. You ever <laughs> seen the mechanic with? Uh, I don't think I have. It's really good with uh, Jason Statham. No. And, and Ben Foster. No, I haven't. He, it's it's a remake of a Charles Bronson movie, mm-hmm. and the mechanic is another word for assassin. Ah. So it's a, it's a dope. You mean the men who paint houses? <laughs> yeah. You gotta watch that movie, the mechanic. Okay. okay. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the machinist. I watched it, and it's 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 pretty good. Yeah. The only, but the the most thrilling thing about it is obviously how insane he looks. It's a it's another Joker. Yeah. It's another Joker to me. Yeah. It's like the movie itself's fine, but it's not outstanding. Yeah. It's the performance and the dedication to it yeah. that really puts it over the top. Yeah. And the big twist. I don't know. Just doesn't really. Yeah. No. Like, okay. Uh, another movie I only need to watch once. Yeah. Twist movies are like that. Yeah. Once well, some of them. Some of them warrant at least a second viewing. If you didn't understand it, for sure. Or, if it, or, or poorly, like a, poorly done twists where you saw it coming mm-hmm. and then it happens. You're just like, fuck this movie. Right. Or, or like a uh, uh, Sixth Sense where you're like, 
Let me see if this, the whole thing checks out. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's let a me, good example. Let me double check this yeah. math here. Because after you watch it again, you go, wow. They it, did it. And you know what, dude? <laughs> that is, in my opinion, the best kind of twist movie where if you were paying attention, yeah. it was right there the whole time. Yeah. I love that shit. Right. And they don't contradict themselves. Yeah. You know, they don't break their own rules. You know what? I, I, uh, <clears throat> this is, this is going to be a veer off. Okay. But I'm going to bring it home. Okay. So Common put out an album called B, right? All right. And it's probably his best, if not one of his best albums, right? Yeah. And he has this song on there called Testify. And uh, it, it's a song where he, it's a story song where he's talking about how this, um, this drug dealer, uh, he gets uh, he gets he gets locked up right, and and his woman, his his queen, mm-hmm. she's like testifying, hence the title of the song, right, right. and it's also <clears throat> the sample that you hear throughout mm-hmm. the song. But anyway, so the 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 narrative is that he 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 gets jammed up, and you know she's crying and she's all emotional. And she's got to take all this responsibility for you know uh, what's going on and all this stuff, and it's it's kind of sad or whatever. And then at the very end of the song, he's like, uh, once once they um, once they slam the gavel and and they and they deal out his his um, uh, sentence sentence, he goes away for life or what I don't know. I, you you find out that the wife, the was the was the the drug dealer the whole time, mm-hmm. and I think the lyric is uh, uh she brings her face up laughing. The prosecutor didn't realize what happened. Um, ah, shit. Blah, something, something. Line, when, <laughs> line. <laughs> yeah. uh, when this bitch did the crime, the queen pin, right? Uh-huh. But that's the last two bars of the song. Yeah. So the whole time he's describing this thing, which is like pretty cut and dry. Like, yeah, he's a drug dealer and he got jammed yeah. up and now he's going to jail. And then at the very end, he's like, no, 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 no. And all these people, I remember when the album came out. It's my least favorite song in the album. I skip it every time I listen to the album. I hate that fucking song. The the sample's kind of annoying. Sample's crazy annoying. Yeah. Just keeps saying testify yeah, over and over and over again. Yeah. And I remember all these people, because they knew that I was a fan of Common, they would come up to me and be like, dude, that song testify. He also released it as a single, so that didn't help. It was yeah. everywhere for a little while. And like, that song testify, soup, like crazy twist, right? And I just had to be like, <laughs> I guess. Uh. I didn't want to be like a like a jerk off and be like, not very. <laughs> I saw it coming the whole time. Actually, I mean, it was a very poorly written twist. It's like it's kind of like Stan. Now I think about it, it was you. Yeah, damn. <laughs> that that okay. That's a good point because the rest of the song is so genius that yeah. that last he didn't need to add. It felt so like stapled on to the end just to have a twist. Well, it's literally stapled on because it's the fourth verse. Yeah. Rap songs don't have four verses. The song should have ended before that. Yeah. Like, if it ended right there when he goes off the bridge, and that's it, and it's just that that's it. Yeah. You hit another chorus, and we're out. Yep. And it's just a sad song. Should have been fine. But instead, we get, get like, this bookend verse. I'm sorry that I didn't write you back. Oh, wait. I saw this thing on the news. (laughs) Whoops. Oh, his name was Stan. Oh, it was you. Damn. Damn. How, how, I need to know the time frame of Stan. I need to know how long from the first letter that he wrote to when he kills his his pregnant wife, uh-huh. because he em- sees it on the news while he's reading the letter. Right. 
So he had to have gotten the letter like immediately, ages like, ago. Well, no, the the last one he had to have because he's saying, oh 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 I'm, right I'm, right 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 yes. It, the last the, the one, one prior gets. to the crazy one, obviously, because that's a tape recording and he right. dies. Yeah. He doesn't hear that one. It's the second verse that he yeah. hears. That's the last one he hears. Yeah. The P.S. We should be together. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that's direct. That's why he's directly responding to. Yeah. I, it, that's it, the weird that he's like, yo, that we should be together. Should make me not want to meet each other. Like, right, right. 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 So he's responding to the second verse. OK. So that, that checks out then. That checks out then. Because I was I, I was thinking that he had read the letter that or the letter which actually was the tape recording right he doesn't get that right because they all they they just find we only hear yeah that. we yeah right. exactly okay so but but what what i want to know is like how crazy is stan that like how long was it a month that he didn't respond where he was like all right i guess i'm just gonna kill myself and my girlfriend right because eminem like obviously like the way that it, it it's implied is that he he has the letters and he just didn't have time to respond yeah. to them, right? Yep. So how long did he wait until yeah. he went crazy, or did he just was like you know, what year was this? Ninety nine, ninety nine. Were we still writing letters to each other in nineteen ninety nine? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so I uh, guess I guess to celebrities, yes. Yeah, you couldn't just email them yet, right? right? And obviously there was no social media, so you couldn't do that. So you yeah. had to write them a letter, yeah. right? Okay. I guess that checks out too. Yes. So uh let's let's uh, let's refocus the lens here. Okay. And get back to where we were. Um, you said we would. We swerved off. Yeah. Were we coming we're back? We're coming back home. To Christmas presents. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Well, where else were we going to go gonna with that? It's going to be fun to label this uh, podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Marco. You want to stay on movie twists? No. What other movie has a good twist that you can think of right off the top of your head? Uh, movie with a good twist. A um, good twist, because you can name every M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. All his fucking... Uh, yeah. That wasn't racist, by the way. I was just riffing. Nothing. nothing. What's racist about? I don't know. I didn't want to be, you know, perceived that way. As a racist? I didn't want to be perceived. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, Let's see. Movies with twists. Good movies with twists. Twists. With the twists. How many songs? You know, I commend Common for attempting the twist in a song. It's hard to do that. It's hard to, first of all, it's hard to write a story song. And then it's even harder to have it be clever. Well, you know, I mean, the the one that people always talked about back in the day was her. Oh, from him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I used to love her. Yeah. Yeah. So. But that one's pretty obvious. You know, I think so. But everyone, at least the dumb dumbs I was talking to, thought that was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a very low standard for story songs in hip hop for some reason but there shouldn't be like you know like i feel like hip hop is is steeped in storytelling yeah that's that's really its thing yeah yeah uh, i i you slick rick you know like yeah i mean artists get commended for writing good story songs but there just seems to be this really low bar for the quality of them yeah i tell you what i mean i'll tell you what I tell you what uh ghostface killer I, I would say that Ghostface, probably the best storyteller in hip hop, I think. Mm. Some of the some of the stories that he writes 
they're as compelling as any you know mid-tier crime movie <laughs> yeah. that you watch that's what he, that's what he writes we, uh, him and raekwon yeah they're just yeah. they i think they're on par with yeah. with any movie that you could watch that's around that uh, I, yeah yeah because slick rick his his stories were they're obviously he's a pioneer he's a legend he's one of the greatest of all time but they were like simple easy stories sure i mean he was he was from the era where it was I say hip hop, hip it to the hip, you know. <laughs> right. Like, but he was he was telling stories with him. Uh, Nas, Nas, yeah, yeah, Nas. Well, yeah, he's the he, one. He, uh, uh, being a gun. Uh. <laughs> no, you know what, dude, dude. I'm so glad you brought that up because I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, I gave you power. I gave you power. Right. That song is so annoying. It's so it's such a good song. Yeah. But the way that he starts it, mm-hmm. he goes. You know, you they use me, they grab me. It's like, it's like I'm a, it's like I'm a gun. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm a gun. It's like, dude, we didn't <laughs> we need get that. It. We got it. <laughs> we, we got, got it. it. Yeah. And then he goes into the song, and the song is brilliant. Yeah. You cut that intro. We, yeah, we don't need Perfect. that. Well, how fucking stupid do you yeah. think your audience is? Well, I mean, when he came out with that album, what he was like, nineteen. Yeah, nineteen, twenty. Yeah, yeah twenty. So yeah, I got I, right. I got it. It's yeah. probably like yeah, they won't get They're it. They're not gonna get it. They're not gonna get. They're it. not gonna get. They're not gonna get on the to, streets. Yeah. I have to explain it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I we, mean, uh, Tupac, great storyteller. Yeah, he has a little simple. I think. Sure, they're good stories, but they're not as. They're like fables. Yeah, like it's clear what he's getting across from the beginning. It's not like there's a twist. Yeah, rewind from Nas when he tells the story backwards. Yeah. That's some shit that you just like. You know, you're you're such a top level MC that you're like, what else can I do at this point? <laughs> me, I've I've done let it. Let me all. play around a little bit. Yeah, just yeah, just gonna have fun with this. Yeah, that's some hmm. shit that you don't even. Who thinks to do some shit like that? Yeah. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Biggie. Oh yeah. Warning. Of warning is. <clears throat> you can. You close your eyes, and you can see warning play out as he describes it. Yeah, a, a, a lot of Ray to Die is both of his albums. Yeah, both of both of those albums, like the second disc of Left uh, Life After Death, Life is Death. all just crime stories. Yeah, Long Kiss Goodnight, What's Beef? I like how much uh, of Ray to Die is like basically what's become rap horror as a genre. Yeah, where it's like demented like dark mm-hmm. brutal but then he also makes like juicy and it's like right what right <laughs> what, it just what's makes, happening here makes no sense what's going on here but it's it's such a as a package it makes so much sense people don't understand how much the stuff that they do is first of all unoriginal and second of all how much you owe to these guys who yeah. you claim to have never heard of you know big l big l yeah the heist, the yeah. heist story. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Just yeah. storytelling at its finest. That's the kind of shit that like I aspire to. Like, I could never write something like that. It's so fucking clever. It's so good. Yeah. It's so well done. It's not just here it is. It's laid out in a way that just so perfect. Yeah. This kind of brings us to the young thug thing. Uh, sure. Yeah. We'll swing it around to Christmas in a minute, but we do have to address. This. <laughs> you didn't talk about your Christmas. Yeah, gifts. we'll get there. Let's let's end with that. We'll bookend it. We'll right. make it a story. There you go. See, yeah. okay, you get it. Thank you. Uh, 
So he Young Thug has been like making it like his thing to just say really stupid stuff. Yeah. And this most recent thing, I I, I don't. I think it was. I don't know what podcast he was on. Was he on Drink Champs? I don't know this one. I, I I didn't look at the source. I just saw the the quote and I went, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm finished with this. <clears throat> I don't know what podcast he was on either, but he 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 just has this really. Oh, 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 he says, "Booby." He's talking about his his songs and he's talking about how it compares generationally or whatever and he's just like you know jay-z for some reason that's the first thing that popped into his head and he's like jay-z doesn't have those kind of songs you know jay-z doesn't have bangers he, he doesn't have like stadium records he doesn't have 30 songs that you could play that everybody knows the words to and then oh he was on um gilly the kids podcast mm. Who, if you guys are uninitiated, Philly rapper Gilly the Kid, whose biggest claim to fame was, um, he wrote for, he 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 kind of wrote for, or he helped write for Lil Wayne, uh-huh. and then him Lil him and Lil Wayne beefed for a little while, and he actually came out with some like really decent diss records. Mm-hmm. I might have the writing thing mixed up, so don't quote me on that, but I know for sure that they did beef for a little while. And he came out with some like really like hot disc records. And then he just kind of fell off the face of the earth yeah. because started a podcast, started a podcast as, as, as you do. do. And uh, so he was on that guy's podcast and Gilly was like, yeah, but he has a lot of good songs. though. <laughs> and immediately you could see young thug knew he fucked up uh-huh. and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He I went, mean, <laughs> <laughs> And reverse walked yeah, through yeah. the door. Just, <laughs> <laughs> walked up the ceiling. Yeah. And he, I mean, he, he walked that back like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. But the damage was done. Yeah. He had said it, and the internet went fucking crazy. And uh, this is why I don't know how, how, how many accounts you follow on Twitter that are like, um, that consider themselves hip hop Twitter. Not a lot, probably no. not. No, dude. I I only I only follow a handful, but the problem is that handful retweets a bunch of other people, so I I'm kind of like seeing yeah all of these opinions. Yeah, I, I follow mostly indie rockers. It's a much much happier place, <laughs> much d- more depressed, but s- still in a way happy place. I would like to transition to that. Mm. I would like to uh, get out of hip hop Twitter. Because all it does is make me angry yeah, all day. Yeah, yeah. It is filled with people who they they deliver hot takes that are they're so hot that it's like uh, how can I even entertain this? You said something so outrageous, yeah, yeah, that I can't even justify this with an answer. It's like the Sandler clip of the guy who's like. What you just said is the most yes. stupid thing <laughs> that I've ever heard. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, so the, the this this thing blows up all over hip-hop Twitter, and you see all these people who are like young thugs, you know, he's an idiot and blah, blah, blah. But then you see other people who are like, I mean, he not wrong, though. I mean, I... He I, is wrong, though. He is he's wrong, wrong, though. He's wrong. Though. He's wrong, though. Absolutely he's wrong, wrong, though. It's you not know, even an old hip-hop head thing to say mm-hmm. that Jay-Z has 
way more stadium level hits than Young Thug does. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it, it, by it's, like double. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It doesn't make any sense because you're a fan of Young Thug. You're like, yeah, I mean, he but Young Thug got bangers though. It's like, sure, dude. Because you like him, that's fine. And he does have some songs that are, you know, nominally big. Sure. Jay-Z has been in the game since 1996, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, but they don't know those songs, though. He had number the number one album for, I think, 10 albums in a row. The number one album. He's been on the... He's been hot... He's been. <laughs> He's been hot since before Young Thug was even born. Right. Because you're 19 and you look at Jay-Z as now like the businessman guy and you don't understand. That's fine. But you don't get to also turn around and be like, he ain't got songs like that. Yeah, because no. you're 19. Because you're ignorant. And you weren't outside in 2003. Yeah. Okay. Playing with Lego. Jay-Z retired. And then came back and then had a second career that is better than most guys' full careers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what it is such a I mean, and and honestly, I'm more upset at the people on that podcast than Young Thug. Gilly the kid knows better. He's an old head. He's from Philly. He should have immediately been like, Ert, pump the brakes. What you just said was really, really stupid. <laughs> And you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. Because that's such a stupid fucking thing. Yeah, but I don't like how he did Beanie Siegel, though. <laughs> and I guess I'm realizing now that a lot of a lot of my ire stemming from a couple episodes ago was really just directed at Young Thug. Yeah. And then the young people on hip hop Twitter. The young thugs. The young thugs on hip hop Twitter. That that will defend a guy. Is like that what his, his, his fan group is called? The Young, young thugs. thugs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's where most of that energy was directed. Yeah. Is that when I go on hip hop Twitter, and people are talking about you know <clears throat> stuff like this. Well, listen, because one guy says it doesn't matter much, mm -hmm. but when one guy says it, and then other people back him up just because they're a fan of his music, like that's what. That gets my goat, buddy. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Grinds my gears. Grinds the gears. Because you have to, like, you're watching ignorance at play. Mm -hmm. these, these children, they don't know what they speak of. I want to educate them. I want, I want to bring them in. Yeah. I want to show them what they're missing. But I think that they're in a place that they're so ingrained in young thuggery that they, they just, they won't accept it. No. They won't accept it. Even though it's it's it it's objectively great music, yeah, they'll look at it and go, ah, shit doesn't bang. I mean, I had to. <clears throat> I was I had my little cousin in the car. My my cousin is seventeen, so he's the perfect. Your little thugsin. Yeah, he's my little thugsin. Uh huh. And he listens to all of the guys that you would imagine that he listened to. Trippy Red, fucking. Um, he doesn't really like Uzi Vert, but. Um, the guys that you're like, that's a rapper, like NBA <laughs> young boy and YBN, all these weird, y and you're like, that's a, that's a person's name. And you start sounding like you're 40 years what? old. <laughs> like who? That that ain't real music. <clears throat> so the Wu-Tang Clan. So he listens to all that shit. We were in the car and I had to go to the liquor store to grab more shit for, um, 
New Year's. New Year's. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll obviously go into more detail about this, but I was playing Doom because I was like, look, I know you're probably not going to like it. I think you meant the game for a second. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I mean, it's a good game. Why are you playing it? No, I was playing MF Doom. Right. In the car. And I was like, listen, you're probably not going to like this, but you're in my car and I'm going to listen to nothing but MF Doom for at least a week. Yeah. So you have to deal with this. And so he's in the back seat, and I'm listening to, um, I put on all caps, obviously, and an accordion, and basically just started playing Mad Villainy, the album, all the way through. Mm-hmm. And I can hear him in the back, and he's like, yo, I mean, this shit kind of slapped, though. I'm not even going to I'm not even gonna <laughs> lie. And I'm like, yeah, uh, it does kind of slap. It does kind of slap. <laughs> it, Young sir. It slaps all the way, okay? Yeah. Not kind of. It is slap worthy. But to your point, if more, if these kids had somebody in their life who was like look you can't say these kids without shaking your fist if these kids yeah okay had somebody in their life that would sit them down and be like look don't you can listen to young thug and you can listen to trippy red and you can listen to ybn who's a what's it and whatever but you also need to be educated on these other guys i think that they they would accept that more readily than being told your music is trash. You're wrong. I'm right. Yeah. Listen to this instead. That's the only way to get through to people. You it, need yeah. to you need to meet people. And this just goes for everything, yeah. right? If you're trying to convince somebody of something, you need to meet them where they can meet you. You have to it has to be a crossroad. You can't a bridge. You're right. making a bridge. Exactly. Yeah. You can't tell people that they're wrong and here's why. You have to show them in a way that's like I understand why you feel like that but let me show you an alternate yeah. way of looking at this thing and then you yeah. decide how you want to feel about this later mm. the you way can't... the way i picture it is we're both on on the edges of a, a, a river right mm-hmm. you can either say you got to go left you got to go right i go right all the time you're trying to go left it's the wrong way right or we can decide to go across uh-huh. right right yep. let's go across but in order to do that you got to make concessions you right. got to see them you got to understand them a little bit or else you're not going to make it. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's all you got to do. That's exactly it. I, you know, I played a lot of death stranding. (laughs) That's why I learned. (laughs) You got to, you know, you got to cross, you got to cross those bridges. Exactly. And, and so I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, young people don't, they, they just don't want to, I mean, you know, we were young once, (laughs) (laughs) but that's the difference though. We talked about this before is we were also students of hip hop. Yeah, we respected the rock hymns. We respected the Grandmaster Flashes, and everyone else who came before. But see, but but that's different because there are people like you and I. Sure, there's a lot of people like you and I. But there's also a lot of people who don't want to dig that deep. No, and 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 you can't. It took me a long time to realize that you you just have to accept that about some people. Yeah. Like I, I've had friends. I think I've talked about this on the show, but <clears throat> when I was coming up. And I was trying to, and I was teaching myself, and I was learning how to be, how to just be better. And it, obviously, this 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 kind of goes for, um, it was kind of a good example of 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 what um, MF Doom did for me, just as an artist. Yeah. You listen to you listen to people like him, and you listen to people like the Rock Hims, the Daddy Canes. You know, you listen to all these legends, and then you listen to the weird artists, and then you listen to like artists who aren't that good, just to kind of like 
you get a full picture of what it is to yep. be good at something, right? You, you reach out and, and you find stuff that you don't like and you understand why you don't like it. Right. And it may not be bad, but you understand why you don't like it. Right. If you're a guy, if you're a basket, if you're a, an aspiring basketball player, what do you do? You sit and you watch highlights of the best players in the game. You don't watch the 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 fucking guys the who are coming off the bench. Yeah, like what do you you watch <laughs> the greatest of all time and you see why they were great. Yeah. I don't know why other people in hip hop don't understand like that's how you get good at something. You watch the guy you watch the guys who are at Mount Olympus. It's because it's hip hop and music in general is so objective. Yeah. So there is no you can you can justify a Mount Olympus for everyone. You can. You just can. But, but there is a consensus that we have come to. So much so that I am bored of top ten lists. But of there's rappers. A, there's enough people who will say, Ah, you're a traditionalist. That's trash. Here's why. Right. I like this guy. <laughs> why? He's weird. Uh, his lyrics aren't very good, but you know, shit bops. Right. And that's why I rank him above Scarface. Right. You know, it, it, it's just, it's such an objective thing that unlike sports where you can be like, he scored a ton more than that guy. Yeah. You know, it, there's nothing you can point to other than like record sales, which sucks. Yeah. As but a if barometer. you start doing that, then you're like, well, Drake's the greatest rapper sure. of all time. Sure. Sure. It, 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 Pitbull. Yeah. Incredible artist. Yeah. You know, like it, it just that's a that's a shitty uh, uh, barometer for success in hip hop yeah. or artistry, I should say, in general. Yeah, uh, I think that's why it's so, you know, hard to pin down these. This is the Mount Olympus. This is this is our, you know, monument of greatness. Well, for I think everyone. I mean, I think we've kind of established who's in the top 20 at this point. And then if you're a person who's like, that's trash. It's like, all right, cool. That you can feel that way. But I think the consensus is that, yeah, yeah, we've kind of come to a point where yeah. there's a couple of names that just everyone's going to put on their list. And yeah. I think even still, I mean, I, I respect what you're saying and you're right. But at the same time, I still feel like if you're a person, if you're a young person who wants to rap and your first thought is like, yeah, I mean, but that's all old shit. It's like, but you have to understand how we got here to get to where you want to go. Yeah. And if you don't do that, that's fine. You could still be a probably decent artist, but you'll never ascend to that next level, yeah. and you'll have nobody to blame but yourself. But you they, can't turn around and be like, I don't know why I, why, why people don't respect my music. It's like, well, because you chose to, like, uh, there was people, <clears throat> I'm not going to name names, but there was people that I used to go to school with, and we, I would try. We. Y yes. <laughs> and I would try to convince them to listen to other artists than the ones that they were listening to. But they were stuck on the guys that were coming out now and they were they were just they were stuck on artists that were okay, but they just wanted to make music that was popular right then at that moment yeah and even when i was in high school i understood that that's not what greatness is greatness isn't making the shit that's hot now yeah. it's the shit that's hot forever yeah and i understood even in high school Nas or jay-z or outcast because they were so hot at the time they had been hot since 94 95 96 why 
why are they still relevant and and why aren't other guys from that era right right and you have to listen to those guys and you have to you have to listen to all of them to understand why a jay-z can last from 96 to now yeah and why a ll cool j for instance can't you have to you have to understand that full scope hey he had to come back okay did he one album. <laughs> Let me get your head sprung. Get your head sprung. Bro, when that when that song came out, I was I had to I was in my room and I was just looking around like, is no one else hearing this? I can't believe that this is a real song. I can't believe he's actually done this. Yeah. I can't believe, I can't you've, believe done you've done this. this. LL. Uh so yeah, I think if you're not going to put the work in that's fine. It's the same thing as like basketball. If you don't want to put the work in and you have a natural ability, it's only going to take you so far. But you you have to understand why you're even why are you even doing like Young Thug for instance. The reason that he does what he does is because of Lil Wayne. Yeah. It's pretty it's it's obvious, it's clear. <clears throat> he even has Lil Wayne's name tatted on him. I don't know if you knew that. This article came out that he kind of revealed that on the show, too. Did not. His Lil Wayne's name tatted on his arm. And you, he looks at Lil Wayne as probably the best rapper of all time, right? Lil Wayne looks at Jay-Z as the best rapper of all time. Jay-Z looks at Big E and Big Daddy Kane as the best rappers of all time. Big Daddy Kane looks at Cool Mo D or KRS-One as the best rappers of all time. It you have to yeah find that through line yeah and understand the whole thing. You don't have to rap like KRS-One. Nobody's telling you to do fucking pro black edutainment shit. You don't have to do that, but it would serve you well to listen to, to at Sound least, of the Police yeah, at and least, understand at least know your history. Yeah, you know, in in the genre. And this isn't like reading a fucking book. It's awesome to sit down and yeah. just listen to some like yeah, old yeah. school shit and be like, damn, this is what niggas was listening to in fucking 1984. <laughs> like, it's fun. Yeah. NWA, what? I don't get it, man. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with pride. I think it's just the thing of like, I am I am an alien. I am beyond these people. Oh, I fucking hate that I'm an alien shit. I, I'm, I'm bigger than this entire thing. I don't have any influences. I am my own person. I've never been influenced by anyone else. I'm immaculately concepted. Like, like why people think that they're so goddamn special? I, I think they think that that makes them special, but it doesn't. If you're if everyone is doing this, I'm an alien, I'm a Martian, I'm not from this planet, I'm a hustler, I'm not a rapper shit. If everyone's doing it, what makes you special? You hit upon a very good point, Marco. <laughs> but you know, I, I think it's just pride. I I think that again, like Daniel Day Lewis going back to his trailer and, you know, scarfing down a McRib. I, I think that these guys go back home. And sit down and go, yeah, I mean, of course. Of course Jay-Z influenced me. Of course, uh, you know, X, Y, and Z influenced me. Of course I came before all of these other greats. Yeah. I'm not going to say that on 
on TV. I'm not going to say that on a podcast. Right. I need to keep up appearances. It, it's again, it, it's like part of playing a caricature it's such of this hip hop braggadocio. I am beyond all of your conceptions of what this thing can be. So ridiculous. So I, yeah, that's no, all yeah, I think right. it is. That's you're all right. I think it is. I agree with you. I agree with that's you. Because there's no way they're not influenced by yeah. the greats. Outcast, yeah. you know, Jay-Z, Nas, whatever. Any, any, anyone else? Anyone else? But but to say Jay-Z doesn't have 30 stadium records, man. Come on, dude. Silly. That's, You're silly. Silly. That's, that's Factually that's, wrong. Dude, You're that's, factually wrong. That's two of his albums. That's it. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, it. Honestly, yeah. Two, two, two albums back to back, he has it right there. He's good. He's good to go. This guy has been out there performing full albums. Not just, here. here's my greatest hits. Let me give you a good set list. No. He sat down and said, you know what? I have put out albums so good that I'll just do that album and people will be happy with just it's the like album. like a classic rock artist. Yeah. You can just go out and play the album. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible for a hip-hop artist to be able to do that. Jay-Z is in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know how rare that is? If I'm not mistaken, he is right now the only rapper in it. That that's gonna change, but sure, right yeah. now, he's the only one in it. Yeah, and you're gonna sit here and tell me that he doesn't have records that will bang in a stadium. Like, just I just want to just be face to face with Young Thug and just be like, shut up! Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Let you, me talk to you for a second. I don't. Shut up. I refuse to believe that you haven't heard enough. One guy was like, "What did they say? His biggest record was um." Uh, I think they might have said Big Pimpin' was his, was Jay-Z's biggest record. Mm. And I'm like, that's just factually incorrect. His biggest records are... Jay-Z has been around so long that his biggest records are songs that I don't even like. Yeah. Empire State of Mind is his biggest record. If we're being all the way real... The song is everywhere. That's his biggest record. Yeah. The, it went like triple platinum... He won a Grammy. It's like it's his biggest song. Well, what was that on? Blueprint three. Ugh. And Blueprint three sucks. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> and that's where his biggest song yeah. is on. His worst album. Yeah. You don't. You can't. That's a bar right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest song is on my worst album. It's like, come on, man. You can't. You can't compare to that. Yeah. No. No. Anyway. Um. So what'd you get for Christmas? <laughs> I uh I I uh the family had a good, we had a good Christmas you know it was it was a it was a resounding success apparently good. everybody good, good, good. I think we were kind of all trying to make up for like how shitty the year was yeah so we all kind of got each other like some really good stuff good you know and and you know I I've been able to save money so I, you know I got a couple of dollars left over that I can like get some decent stuff for everybody nice so um I got I got a you know. What I received was I, I got this. My parents got me this beautiful acoustic guitar. Just this this Saw this piece yeah. of machinery that I'm yeah. like I don't deserve this brand. Um, Guild. Okay. Okay. And okay. I looked it up, and it's like uh, it's because I I didn't I mean they didn't get me you know like a oh it's not a tailor <laughs> <laughs> right. It's but it's a it's a it's it looks a, very pretty. It's yeah. a piece of it's a piece of art, and nice. it. Out the box, plays low action. Yeah, 
needed zero tuning oh. out the box. Oh, I love it. I love it. I mean, that gets my loins going. Yeah, you know, like, I just I love that. Oh. Oh, I love that feel of it. Brand new and shit, stuff like that makes you. It inspires you to want to live up to that. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want a piece of machinery like that collecting dust in the corner. It feels like a samurai getting his sword. Yes, for it's it's just been forged. Yes, mm-hmm. I pick it up every day, and I've I've it's renewed what was already like this bubbling thing of like. I need to expand my artistry. Yeah. It's just kind of lit another fire that mm-hmm. was already like just part of what was already bubbling. Now I'm like just full on. I'm I my hand my fingers will be hurting and I'll it'll be in the corner. I'm just like if here's the thing, if my if my fingers don't feel numb, mm-hmm. I'm like I haven't played enough today. Like they need to be calloused. They need to hurt a little bit. Yeah. I think or, we have to do that with our enough. entire bodies and just start working out more. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was the other thing. Uh, <laughs> my my sister, because, you know, she she's she's way healthier than, than we'll ever be. Yeah, true. She she used to do CrossFit, and then she did weightlifting, like, um, like full-on, like, competitions and shit. So what she wanted for Christmas was uh, she wants to build a home gym. So my parents got her, like, this really, really nice um, rogue um, excuse me. Barbell, nice. which are like pretty hard to get right now because yeah. everybody's building oh, home yeah. gyms. Yep. And then I <clears throat> found a bunch of bumper plates, the ones that you can drop a bunch. Okay. And that was blew her mind. She was like, "How did you find these?" It was like a really nice moment and all oh, that nice. stuff. So we've been doing that the past like week. Mm-hmm. So we're we're. You know, we, you've got that. Can I come over? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm very fat. Very <laughs> <laughs> fat. Should we talk about the weight loss challenge? Uh, we might. We have to in order for us to keep it. Yeah. Because I feel like if we don't say it now, we're not going to stick to it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, we've we we've kind of talked about it on and off. I think we've talked about it on and off for a while. Yeah, just as like an idea kind of thrown well, out it, there. It started as like a sober October sort of conversation uh, where we were talking, where we were, <laughs> yeah, so where we were talking about you know like trying to do a, a basically a health challenge. Yeah, try to be better uh, in a given year. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that we've both. In, in 2020 gone through the ringer uh mentally and emotionally yeah and physically yeah <laughs> so i think we're ready for a change we're ready for a positive change yeah for a change yep uh so we're going to enact a 2021 20, <clears throat> weight loss challenge that's right that's right so we have to figure out first how we're going to do it <clears throat> how we're going to judge it right and then what does the winner get Yes. Right. Yep. So, we'll have all three of those by the next episode. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're right because that'll take us a while to yes. fucking deliberate on. Correct. Uh, but just a preview for you guys. Hold us to it. If if we don't do it in the next episode, get on our asses. Yes. yes. On all social media platforms, please. Yeah. Yes. 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 So we'll do that next episode. We'll we'll just focus on that next episode. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll yeah we'll deliberate get that together. Okay. So. Uh, think we'll just end it with doom yes all right yep so uh uh 
MF Doom, if if you guys again, if you're if you're uninitiated, I mean, this is a good episode to kind of bring this up, talking about appreciating mm-hmm. hip hop and and all all its forms and all facets of it. Um, <clears throat> MF Doom, legendary underground rapper, considered your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone from LP, Odd Future, f- Odd Future to even Drake. Yeah. have have referenced him as an influence on their career um apparently <laughs> passed away um two months ago yeah on uh, uh of halloween. halloween yeah apparently he's he 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 transitioned as as his wife said um you know a lot of people were confused by her statement on his Instagram because they're I, dumb. I, how they're stupid dumb. do you have they're to dumb. be? They're dumb. I think it. I you know. I I like to think. I th- I like to think in this way is that they didn't want to believe that that's what it was. So I saw some people saying some really really idiot. Like one, there was people who were like, "I hope it just means like he transitioned." Like what do you what what like gender? <laughs> and there was people who genuinely were like. I mean, I get that if if it's between him dying and him being a woman, I'd pick him being a woman than him dying. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like I don't know, man. Some sometimes you see things and people will be like, "What does rest in power mean?" It's like, do you even really listen to hip hop? Can you shut up? <laughs> Can you just shut up for a minute, please? Like, like transitioned from the mortal realm to the spiritual realm yeah is a pretty common thing it's pretty clear it's yeah it's yeah anyway i don't want to spend too much the, time uh, what that, what the confusion was was that this time space has had been uh, uh had, had happened in between his death and the announcement of it which speculation led me to believe that it was because his family wanted to mourn him you know on a personal level and then express that publicly which yeah, and you know, it makes sense. And it also makes sense for the Doom character. Yeah. For him to have died on Halloween and then nobody know until fucking New Year's. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> it's just it it's just such a Doom thing to it, happen. It really is, yeah. <laughs> it really is. So yeah, I mean if it was something where the family wanted to mourn him in peace and not have to deal with all this shit until they were ready to do it, that's perfectly okay. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, people just people just really I don't know. Just it's not that it's really not that confusing. But anyway, so and other people people were confused because they were like, I don't understand. Like, why is she on his Instagram and like posting the thing? It's like, what is so hard for you guys to understand? He died and she posted on his Instagram a message to him and to us as his fans to let us know that he passed. Right. And she said a nice thing about him on his. Like, How was that hard? How's that hard for you guys? Let's not linger on it. Right. Because that's not what's important. What's important is how, how much MF Doom meant to us and how much he meant to hip-hop. Uh, you, you saw it in the outpouring of respect and love from pretty much every corner of hip-hop and even you know popular music in general. Obviously, yeah. like white hipsters love to cite mf doom so sure. you see a lot of pitchfork stereo gum nme stuff like that and um i'll just say for me 
as as an artist, I kind of touched on it earlier, but like listening to I, I remember I remember I discovered him late through Adult Swim mm -hmm. and because he did a collaboration album with Danger Mouse called The Mouse and the Mask, where he he did a bunch of songs that were like based around Adult Swim's current lineup of TV Aquatine shows, Hunger Force. which is in retrospect. I mean, I, I came to this conclusion a while ago, but think about how good you have to be to do that you know yeah. to yeah. like just watch a block of shows and then go i'll make a whole album about this this block yeah, of essentially shows. an ad yeah it's, it's all an it's ad. a one one big ad yeah motherfucker was a genius but it's also a classic album yeah <laughs> uh so i discovered him through that and then you know once once you, you you get that you it opens you up to everything and then you go back and you listen to all this stuff so you know you 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 listen to his first couple of records you listen to operation doomsday and you listen to mm, food and then and then you find yourself listening to mad villainy and you're just like i i how have i gone my whole <laughs> life not having heard this yeah. album yep. it's just so goddamn good and uh i i got um i got mm, food and they packaged it in like this like um like foil wrapping and I got like this special edition poster and all this stuff. Suffice to say I was, I'm a big fan of MF doom. And <clears throat> when I discovered him, it was a pr pretty pivotal moment in my life because at that time it was when all of these influences were kind of meshing together, mm -hmm. you know, at the same time discovering him, I'm listening to a lot of old school stuff. I'm listening to a lot of like black star, most F Talib Kweli, the roots all like all of this stuff is kind of like coalescing yeah and it, it just was like the perfect moment and then you know you go around and you tell everybody who will fucking listen like you have you heard of mf doom and then and then you get that fucking that like jolt of electricity when they haven't because it's a guy that like you can put people on to oh and stuff. well let me tell you right <clears throat> and so you know he's just he's just one of those guys that just kind of like hangs over everything that you do and his music is just so it's just really really fucking sad man it's just really sad when i when i saw the news i was scrolling through instagram and i saw his face keep popping up yeah and yeah. and it, it was like either he released a new album or he's dead or he's dead yeah <laughs> <laughs> basically the same for me too I mean, it's especially sad given the fact that his son died not too long ago yeah. too mm -hmm. and that was clearly like a um a pivotal moment because from then, like, you know, he's, he's always been pretty reclusive, but from especially then, like, it was basically blackout. Yeah. And just like them, his, uh, you know, the record company selling like shirts and shit. Yeah. Um, but he basically fell off the face of the planet. Well, I think that's that. why people were confused because they were selling merch and they also did an Instagram um, filter with his with his mask. Uh -huh. And people were like, that happened like a month ago. So he right. was dead when they did this. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Which is a weird thing to do. But I don't think they knew. I don't think I don't think they knew. Yeah, and I don't no, think his representatives no. knew. I don't think they knew either. I think the family kept it very, very tight. And uh, I mean, that's that's part of the magic of being reclusive is it's another business. So, yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this, because uh, I saw your tweet about him. And like when you listen to him, you were like, what the fuck? And then obviously you, you got you got it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, kind of go into that because I like that idea too. I like. Yeah. So I uh, I've I discovered Doom through Adult Swim like you did. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and when I heard it, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, this is weird. Yeah. I don't know what this is. And at the time I was into, I was like such a hip hop snob. Mm-hmm. I was so into like intricate flows and like, you know, lyricism and it all being so tight and technical. I was into yeah. technical hip hop at the time. Um, and that was just something MF Doom's style just didn't com- like compute to me. It sounded sloppy. It yeah. sounded like it didn't make sense. Like it didn't everything he was doing. Like it just didn't sync up to me. Uh, and I went backwards and went to his very like once I found out about him and then I, I started hearing rumblings in the underground of hip hop and on the Internet and stuff about how good he is. And I was like, all these people really like this guy. Like, really? Like, he sounds like kind of weird. Like he gave me big, like ODB feels, you know, where it's like, it's very strange. And like, he has his own lane, but like, I wasn't about that at the time. I was all about technical flows and like, you know, just lyricist lounge shit. Yeah. But then I went back and went and did my, you know, crate digging of finding his first albums and went through those and uh i still didn't quite get it but i kept listening Mm -hmm. and i kept listening and kept listening and then eventually it all just somehow like the more the the later on i got through his albums the more it made sense yeah and the more like it formed a character and it formed like a style that made sense for the character and it made sense for the world he was building. And it made sense for like everything suddenly started to slowly piece by piece come together for me. Yeah. Until I, you know, just like you, I'm a huge MF doom fan now. Yeah. Like every single project he's done, he hasn't done a bad project. Yeah. Everything has had some merit to it. And like, he has like three stone cold classics within his, his discography and like, him accomplishing that on top of being so unique is something really special, especially in hip hop, mm-hmm. which is so, so steeped in like tradition and uh, style virtuosity yeah. and all this stuff that like these, these things that people hold on to in hip hop that have to do with uh, limitations that are self-imposed really within the genre. Mm-hmm. He uh, like, I don't know how he did it, but he transcended all of that yeah. and just said, this is what I'm doing. And that's what it is. Right. And then people liked it. <laughs> so I, I just think that's incredibly like unique and incredibly uh, powerful it, yeah. in the genre. I don't think there's another doom out there right now. Not to mention the, the whole, the entire doom thing is the second act of his career. I mean, he had an entire right. career with his brother and he, you know, he was an entirely different rapper. Yeah. It's like a traditional old school hip hop yeah. artist. Then his brother passes away. His life is kind of filled with tragedy. Yeah. And he comes back as this character, this fully fleshed out character that he's created with a whole universe and a backstory and all of this stuff. And you're right. Well, on first glance, you're like, What's happening? How is this a real <laughs> what person? What is this? And yeah. how is this acceptable? Yeah. How have we let this happen? In, in, in such a self-serious genre as hip-hop. Yeah. You know? For him to be, for him to do what he does. To, uh, for, to be a comic book villain. Yeah. That he just made up himself. And everyone was just like, once you heard it, you were like, oh, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, because he's not he's not fucking around. Yeah. That's the best part about it. It's mm-hmm. once you kind of understand what he's doing, yeah. you're like, this isn't this is virtuosic virtuosic? Virtuosic? Virtuos This is really good. (laughs) (laughs) What he's doing is something that not a lot of people, if anybody, can do as well as he can and did. So, um, rest in power Mm -hmm. to the great Metal Fingers motherfucking doom. All caps. When you spell the man's name. Um... I think that's about it. Let's review it. these brewskis and get the fuck out of here. So, say it again. The Busan? Buswin? Buswin? Busan? Bosan? Bosan. Bosan. Botswan? Boatswain. The Bosan. Say it correctly. Bosan. Bosan. H-L-V-L. Heavy lift vessel. 7% ABV. From the great Trader Joe's. Obi, what'd you think? Surprised me. I liked it better than I thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. It seemed very basic based off of the, uh, you know, packaging and such. Um, and the price. I mean, again, th- these are only like eight bucks. So that's always the best. Good investment on the beer. Yeah. Taste returns it. Yep. Decent ABV. Um, yeah. I mean, it surprised me. It's, it's pretty well balanced. The only thing that I... Uh, am not a huge fan of is how much of a hoppy flavor this gives mm. just because I'm more of a fan of or no uh, I'm sorry uh, um, the sweet flavor I would say is the malty sweetness of it is a little too much I prefer the malt or the uh, I don't know what it's because of puppy get it together it's because a puppy is is distracting me right yeah, now such a pretty girl I'm sorry I'm sorry everybody So I think <laughs> that the Bosun is a little bit too sweet because it has a little bit too much malt. But that being said, it's a very good oh, it's very beer. Good. It's a very good beer. Especially for the price. Oh, look at the yawn. She's so tired. So I'm going to give it a 4.5, 4.5. because I prefer more hops. What do you prefer the hops? Look at that little girl. Oh, she's so pretty. She's so pretty. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna give it a four and a half, but I do like the the sweetness of it. Okay, I just don't think like I don't think it trans. I don't think it deserves a five out of six. I don't think it's that good, but I do. <clears throat> I like the sweetness of it. I think it was. Uh, I was also pleasantly surprised. I thought this was. I mean, if I'm being. All the way 100 with you guys. I thought it was going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of did too. I kind of <laughs> did too. I bought it for the price, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So unanimous four and a half for the HLV Okay, from Shredder Joe's. Uh, I think we got it. I think we got it. You, if, if you think we got it? I think we got it. Well, as long as you think we got it, then that means this has been the One Baron Podcast. For myself, Marco Dupa. For Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Have a great new year, Brewskies. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Like, share, and subscribe everywhere that podcasts are sold, listened to, and consumed. And have a beautiful evening. We love you. I hope it caught that firework.